Hey guys, this is Table Talks with the Tares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. I'm MJ. I'm Ash. Today we are talking some more about the Roman Empire, apparently. <laughs> and we're also talking about the upcoming movie that will be released by Angel Studios, After Death, and Ashley's fascination for the movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> My husband hangs me out to dry here. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're not endorsing that movie, and we're probably not going to see it. Yeah, no, we are going to see it. <laughs> okay. Because we've dedicated an entire episode to we it. We talk about how I saw a trailer for it and was just intrigued by people's stories of what they believe were there, you know, after they were somehow pronounced dead, and then they were not dead. <laughs> they were resuscitated. I think that's really fascinating. I think those people's stories are like, wow, that's really miraculous it's fascinating if audio can convey head shaking then you would understand that i'm doing it right now mj is very unfascinated right and it's not that i don't believe no maybe i don't believe these people it's not i don't have like a strong position there but you're also a person who needs strong evidence for things yeah i think that's just a good way to live life yeah no i'm not saying it's not i'm just (laughs) saying like for me, you know, when I even say like, hey, my stomach is really hurting, you start to get like queasy. You're like, oh gosh, don't self-diagnose. Like when I, I'm not believing nothing about nothing until I hear a doctor say something is wrong with you. Listen. That's how you are. <laughs> when you're in a room with a doctor, one of you went to medical school. Wow. And so they're trained their whole life. To As like, opposed to the person who's saying, I have a stomachache, it takes a doctor to be like, No, yes, like you can talk, you can, ache. we can talk symptomatically all day long. That's fine. <laughs> I feel pain in my abdominal muscles. Great. Those are great symptoms. Let's not diagnose what it is. Don't tell me that I have yeah. gastrointestinal inflammation. Sure. So that's, that's all I'm saying, babe. We should talk in symptoms, not in diagnoses. I, I think it's a good life principle to live by. Don't self diagnose. Right, so which is why I take such a skeptical view on this movie. Here's our take on the trailer of the movie After Death. (laughs) And a broader discussion on the Roman Empire. Hope you enjoy. Okay, so there's this movie coming out. No, I don't want to start with this. (laughs) No, I do. do. (laughs) Here's Because we differ in this. You don't even know how. You haven't even listened to my take on it Th- that's I why that's why i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask you oh, a couple of questions you're coming with some assumptions i can tell you got guns blazing <laughs> <right now. laughs> all right so so let me start with this the premise of this is that there's this movie coming out october 27th <laughs> i didn't even know how do you know all these details <laughs> what's it called after life i don't know after death called. anyways basically the makers or the studio producers of the chosen are releasing this movie about a collection of stories of people who have experienced, who claim they have died and have experienced some form of afterlife and then return back to earth. They've had some sort of like, they were pronounced dead and then had some sort of resuscitation. Right. So ever since you've seen the trailer of this, you've uh, let me, let me do that's, that's the thing. That's what we're trying to hide. Ever since you saw the trailer, you're like, babe, there's this movie. I just wanted you to watch the trailer. Oh, babe, so before, because here's what I don't want. I want to just, I want to get to know you, babe. Oh I am, goodness. I'm constantly learning my wife. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and so what 
about it. So, so what was it that interested you? What what piqued your interest when you saw this trailer and this movie and this thing coming out? Let me answer your question with a question. <laughs> what is? Let me answer that by asking you this. <laughs> what was your initial reaction to watching the trailer? Okay, I will give you this. The trailer is very epic looking. Like it's it's clearly really visually well produced Mm -hmm. and like even the because they talk about like heavenly like experience and then there's like these hellish like experiences that some of these people had and they like really did a good job of like visualizing conveying that visually Mm -hmm. so that's on the one side that i'll give credit to but on the other side you know how sometimes after awana where evie's hanging out with friends her heart is so full. Mm-hmm. She just makes up stories on her way home mm-hmm. from church. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I compare it with. And, and I'm not saying these people made it up, but in the same way that somebody, some music, I mean, some producer and director is going through and like visually, beautifully portraying Evie's story of her penguin that went out <laughs> and like got lost. Yeah. And came back and like all of these stories that she makes up. That's what I compare it with. Yeah. It's unprovable is what I'm saying. Sure. And I I think, I mean, it seems more for entertainment purposes. I don't think they're saying like, hey, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to say or prove. Exactly. And the thing is, what rose me the wrong way is that they are resting their validity on being the producers of the, the chosen. chosen yeah no and I so get it's that. like hey that. you want another fairy tale here's another one sure sure based you know and so i'm not saying it's a fairy tale i'm not discrediting these people i'm sure your you know your your experience is what your experience is whether or not it's valid yeah who knows? or true like right. rooted in truth right yes and so that's I, that's what comes to my mind is yeah. that like i'd rather watch a marvel movie if i wanted it to be just entertained sure but you know i could i could be wrong i mean i could be proven wrong i could watch it and be like yo this is not bad i don't know <laughs> i just i think the first time you brought it up i was like no way not in a million years am i gonna watch this yeah i didn't say i wanted to watch it yeah yeah i you just do. wanted you to watch the trailer i know but in your heart of hearts no no this is not what i'm saying in your heart of hearts, what is it that really just wa- drew you to wanting to watch this? I think for one thing, I'm a person who is very curious by the stories of others, like people's experiences sure. in general. I'm just naturally curious in that way. Right. I would say I wonder about things a lot in the sense of like, um, I'm constantly wondering what if this and what if that and how does this work and how yeah. does that work and this this is just how my mind works and i've always been that way yeah and watching a christopher nolan movie with you is like next to impossible <laughs> because you unpack it for the next three months <laughs> <laughs> i just inception yeah. my mind also finds holes in things yeah. in stories and so yeah, that's some of that of like, well, how would this happen if this? I would, I'll ask some question about the the movie, and you're like, wow, that was a big, that was a big plot hole, huh? And I'm like, yeah, why well, didn't nobody think that? About and this. it's like, it was three weeks. We've 
since we've watched that movie. I know, yeah, why you bring this up And it's 11 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so I'm just naturally intrigued by people's stories. Sure. And so, especially thinking about something like death experiences, to me, it's just like, what a wild experience that would have to be. Again, you know, you and I would argue, like, have they actually died? What happened in that time? Sure. Like, I'm... I'm, Do you think they actually died? I don't... I'm not saying they did or didn't. I'm not, like, taking a stance on their (laughs) statements. I'm just saying... This is what they're saying. And it's interesting to me to hear that somebody believes that they had this experience whether or not it was true or just like some hallucination or dream in their unconscious state or whatever it was they experienced it right or at least they believe they did and so it's it's interesting for me to hear about you know i'm just like so what was that like for you you got hit by a you know truck and just some of their all right all right so here's here's some of the things that happened to them it's like how do you even just being able to say i was hit by a truck and like this happened or there one of them was a pilot and crashed in a, in a plane crash. And it's just like and to be like you survive from it is like that is like an insane story to walk away from. All right. This is what we'll do. You know what I mean? You know, fine. We'll watch it. I, I'm not saying that I want to watch it. So you I don't, don't want to watch it. I, I have no for me. The curiosity is not even in what was their experience of quote unquote the afterlife? Mm-hmm. Because to me, I think the Bible is clear where it needs to be clear and it's not clear where it's quiet. Yeah. We should be quiet where it's quiet. Yeah. Like it's appointed for everyone to die once you're going to die eventually and you're going to experience it. But there is a part of me. There's yeah. just, there's just this curious little child, you know, it, the heart, the childlike part of me is like, man, I just, I am curious about what that passage is. The, pa- the, p- the pathway, uh-huh. the, the avenue from Into the what I would believe for me would be life yeah. to life. Like what in the world is that going to be like? You yeah. know? And so for me, it's just interesting to hear people's different takes. Not that I would hear it and be like, oh, that's the truth. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And we'll never know. And so we know yeah. <laughs> until we've experienced it, you know? So for me, it's just I have... I don't know. I, I, I mean, does not every, I don't know if believers often think, of, maybe nobody does, but I just think about like, I don't know. What is that like when like the moment you die, what happens in that next moment? You know, it's a cute, I'm just naturally curious about it. It's not like I have to know. It's yeah. more of just like a, hmm, I just, I wonder. I just wonder what happens, you yeah. know? And so, it's interesting for me to hear about other people who are, you know, making these claims. I'm not saying it's true. Yeah. I'm just like, hmm, it's interesting to me. But it's not like one of the top three things you would use to describe yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> My name is Ashley. I'm interested in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> people be like, I don't know if that's like some dark twisted way. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say there. <laughs> so that's that's it, babe. That's all I got. Okay. I'm just naturally a very curious person, especially when it comes to other people's stories. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Yeah. And, and whatever. Let's and just... I have on maybe a few times in my life up to this point just wondered, hmm, I wonder what happens the moment that I die. Like I've even wondered like what will I 
what would like the last thing that I'd be doing? Right. You know, I just, I like to play in well, those thoughts. These people have lived to, to me, tell it's a like story. an adventure. It's not like a, oh, I have to figure this out and know all the answers. It's literally just like, I don't know. That's how my mind is. It plays with like curiosities. And so that's it. We're just going to watch it then. We oh just have to. Is it goodness. is it in theaters or are they going to stream it on the app? I don't even know if I want to watch it because no, it'll probably make me angry if they're making some claims. I'm like, you don't know. No, this will be good. You then we can't. can dissect it and be like, see, this is why we don't get curious about this stuff. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm not going to say, you know, curiosity kills again. Right. I'm not going to say it hasn't. And know, then apparently it brings you back to life part. because these people live to tell the story. <laughs> well, okay. Listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just, it's funny because. You know, again, another a- area of very many facets of our life where you and I are complete opposites. Yeah. Not that I don't care about this stuff and I'm like... You just don't wonder about it like I do. Not in the same way. I just have this like, you know, I just like to pursue these curiosities. Sometimes. Yeah. The it things I pursue are like totally different. Like yeah, Tesla's. You, well, that, but then also like... <laughs> My string Things of thoughts that you can purchase are in the immediate sense. <laughs> that, but there's also like the way I, the string of thoughts I put together are like very, they're not all the same. Like you, you were about to text your mom, Yo Yo Ma, and then I played, I looked up like a song that Yo Yo Ma wrote. Yeah. I mean, not wrote, but like yeah. played. Yeah. And then here we are watching like a Tiny Desk concert of Yo Yo Ma, and you're like, "What the heck are we doing right now? Why are we watching this?" <laughs> So, you know, it, yeah. it's just That's it, babe. I feel like you were like worried that I'm like I wasn't I worried. I just I, you know me. I'm just like, "Ooh, what's this story?" Okay. I like a good story, babe. What yeah, can I no, say? No, I'll I'll give you that. I'm not saying I believe it's true. Right. I just sometimes like the entertainment of hearing a story. Yeah, that's that's why I go back to like to me it's an epic recreation of our 3-year-old's storytelling. Yeah. And so as long as we are okay with at the very end of the day, keeping it to that level, then yeah, fine. Yeah. Let's get entertained. And if it does help you think about the afterlife, because I think that is important to think about to some degree, I think you shouldn't have zero thoughts about it or you shouldn't have all of your thoughts consumed by it. Yeah. Then maybe that could be a helpful tool to help you get to think about, you know, what would life look like after I die? Yeah. Is there life after death? Right. So, well, you have me convinced now. October 27, mark your calendars. I don't. I don't want to see that movie. No, yes, you do. <laughs> Only very slightly, but literally if we didn't see it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bat an eye. I'd be like, okay, whatever. No, I already know. I already I'd know. I'd be you're... like onto the next story to pursue. You've watched enough trailers that I've literally your social watched media presence <laughs> knows that you're interested in it. It'll okay. keep coming in front of you okay whatever i want to follow up on our conversation from last time about i don't know if it was a meme or whatever was going around oh no it was the tiktok video uh-huh. of did we talk about that the last episode yeah i think so we did yeah Are you sure i think so i think it's about to come out but uh yeah the roman empire mm-hmm how often guys think about this right there were some questions that i wanted to ask you in that conversation that ask away babe i'm yours (laughs) i wanted to just 
ask you to elaborate more on this idea of the feeling of insignificance mm-hmm. in men and that possibly driving to go back to our last conversation you had watched this video by adam Ragusio. is that his name Ragusio, yeah um who had said maybe some of why where the draw to think about something like the roman empire came was because mm-hmm. everybody in that society even your foot soldier people who had very low status in that society still had a role mm-hmm. to play in society and there was a feeling of significance that you got from that and that maybe some of men's feeling of insignificance could be driving some of why you would you know want to think about something like the roman empire I don't know if I'm stating that as like well as you did in our last conversation. So if you're listening to this now, you should probably go back and listen to that other conversation. But I do want to ask you to elaborate a little bit more on that specific piece of just that feeling of insignificance. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it starts with the term masculinity has been misused Mm. a lot. And so I think as a reaction to that, there's been just a general push against like what masculinity is because it's like oh toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. masculinity and there's just been maybe too many bad examples of it and you know maybe there is validity to it i mean abusive relationships um or just like these big tough social media presence personalities Mm -hmm. that are out there where they're just espousing a form of masculinity that actually is toxic or mm-hmm. actually does exert their power or like their not their power but they, they exert their influence in like a, in a brutal way mm-hmm. i don't know for for the lack of a better yeah description and so i think as a reaction to that society has started to really push back on like masculinity generally Mm -hmm. because it's like oh you're just one of those types and so i think we're kind of in a generation or in maybe one or two generations of men wondering what masculinity actually does look like in a healthy manner Mm -hmm. and so to just maybe tie it back to like the the roman empire concept or fascination Mm -hmm. i think that time gave everybody a sense of duty and purpose and even though you could argue that back in the roman empire days the value of human life was held so at such a low regard compared to how we value human life relatively is should be like is actually a little bit higher now even though they were like like what i mean by that is like they were so okay with sending thousands of people out to the battlefield to die Mm -hmm. um even though that was the, the case then there was still a sense of purpose to why I am holding a spear and a shield Hmm. because I am doing it to expand the kingdom of the Roman empire. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, like there's a lot of men, I would think that could be walking around with a lot of question marks hanging over their head. as to like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, what's the purpose of me going to work? And then I think there's just like an abundance of distractions to to keep you from answering those questions that are probably pretty important in motivating like the why things like Tesla's <laughs> no, or, you know, just like anything, entertainment, mm-hmm. video games, uh, endless ways to pursue like distractions 
or your own curiosities about the randomest things. Mm-hmm. Like there's probably a subreddit for that. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, I think it's just like a lot of these different little factors where you boil it together and there's just a general loss of un- understanding of what masculinity really is. Plus, I think to add to the fact that I think we tend to be very individualistic in how we think about like paving our own way and that we're like generation zero of everything mm-hmm. and that this concept of like this knowledge transfer from like generations past to where we're at today is a little bit less like it doesn't exist as freely anymore as it may have in the past so i think i say that all to say you know we have a son right mm-hmm. and our hope for him is to be a good dad someday so not just for him to be like a self-sufficient adult but like for him to also be a man who will eventually know how to model how to model for his own children what it means to like be a healthy father figure Mm -hmm. to be a healthy male that like knows how to lead his family and you know whatever you and i and i think primarily me in the sense of just like you know hopefully he'll model after some of the healthy things that i do um you know just really try to set the stage for him being able to like hopefully look up to somebody that can say you know dad didn't do it perfectly but like he really tried to embody what it means to be the healthy form of what masculinity means Mm -hmm. and that doesn't you know that doesn't mean like oh he goes to the gym right like all these like things that might come up but maybe some more of these like nuanced things that aren't actually just like these like chest thumping Mm -hmm. masculine things but like more ideas centered around like there's this idea of like self-sacrifice and discipline and self-control and you know ways to channel like you're just we just see there's a different sense of energy between Mm -hmm. our son and evie like Mm -hmm. we saw that in the playground this evening (laughs) and so like how do you like how do you channel that correctly yeah um how do you not not, how do you not like discourage that because that's probably something that's ingrained i mean we see that ingrained in him like it's built in to who he is as a boy yeah that we've never seen in Evie. And so how do we like celebrate those things and nurture those things, but not let it, you know, it's kind of like a fire. Like how do you control it and not let it get out of control? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a wild thing now having a son. And I'm just thinking about as I'm listening to you talk, um, how interesting it is that you have a role in shaping his manhood, but I'm aware that I do as well. And how, Mm -hmm the way that I speak about him is going to really impact him um, and whether I'm encouraging and affirming of him or not um, to hear that from a woman, I think is going to be very important to him Mm -hmm. and even just see in little ways where when he builds something, like he figures (laughs) out how to stack things and he looks at me and he looks for that affirmation for me to see that he did this, you know, he, he, built this you know he figured it out and just the little ways that i see him seeking that even now is from me specifically you know Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it's more or less than you or in a comparative way i'm just saying i'm it takes both of us yeah it takes both of us and and there is a role for me to play in that as well sure even though i think more of the modeling (laughs) comes from you you know 
but he's very aware of how I respond to him mm-hmm. and the things that he does. Mm-hmm. And he, and he looks for that response from me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's interesting that his manhood will be shaped by what he sees modeled from you mm-hmm. and some of what he hears affirmed by me, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And even in just like the micro ways that we're like encouraging that in him now, maybe me more so than you. Mm-hmm. And just like I, because in just like nurturing that like exploratory, curious ways that mm-hmm. he has, I like, I actually, this is true for both of our kids. I, feel much more comfortable just taking them to the edge of their capacity yeah yeah (laughs) or what they're like capable of doing like Uh for him right now it's just like climbing over things (laughs) or like you know going around something or in like the playground this evening just trying to get him off of that playground so that he can go onto the ramp back onto the slide and Mm -hmm. like he fell like a couple times and that might be a departure of how like other people just like help their children navigate through that. And for me, I just like, dude, I'm going to let you figure this out Mm -hmm. and I'll, I'm going to stand right next to you so that in case you actually get really, really hurt, like I can catch you or, Mm -hmm. or things like that. But I think for them to be able to just like go right up to the edge of what they're comfortable with doing. Yeah. But then, but then if you see like if they, if they're able to like accomplish it, Mm hmm there's this sense of like pride that they have. I've seen it in both of them Yeah, where they're like, Oh wow, I can actually do this. Yeah. And so for him, especially it's probably more the sense of like corralling him from the things that he, I know he can't do because he sense he tends to be a little bit more of a boundary pusher than uh-huh. Evie is. Like yeah. he's so willing to dive head first down the slide. <laughs> yeah. Like no problem. Like Evie would have never done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, still like, encouraging him to know that he is like safe to practice this with us mm-hmm. and that we won't like discourage that like exploratory like and again it's just like some of that for us as parents is to just know what's appropriate yeah. right what's an age appropriate means for him to be able to you know channel his curiosity channel like push his boundaries in the sense of like building his confidence in like controlling his own body at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just like those little things and ways that we, you and I are encouraging him probably are things that help add to what eventually will be him being able to be comfortable with like venturing into things that he's, that, that are unknown to him. Mm-hmm. And that might be like an obstacle in the playground today, right. but like 20, 30 years from now, that could be like him, you know, venturing into a project at work that he's like totally unfamiliar with, but he can, he's doing it confidently because right. he's had years and years and years of exposure and practice and the ability to go into it confidently knowing that he's able to overcome it. Yeah. I do love that you bring that out in them because I'm definitely not as comfortable doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Jude throws himself headfirst down the slide and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't watch this. Yeah. It, it terrifies me. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, I don't like watching them potentially get hurt right and i'm not saying that you do it's just there's something different that you draw out of them in pushing them to their boundaries that 
I just wouldn't be inclined to do because yeah. I'm like, oh no, don't, don't get here. Yeah. Come here. Let me hold you, you know. But they and, like both want it when I'm around. Like for yeah. whatever reason, like oh, Evie yeah. comes up, she's like, dad, throw me as high as you can. They love it. And I feel like they need both, yeah. you know? They do. They need to know that I feel like you help them get, gain a confidence that maybe necessarily I wouldn't push them towards that they can do things on their own and they can mm-hmm. do it very well, you know? Mm-hmm. And hopefully I bring the like, Hey, no matter what you're always, yeah. you can always come here. Like right. you can always be yourself with me, you know, like right. I hope that I can like bring that, but you do add a different element of just really giving them an independence that yeah, it's just a little bit harder for me because sometimes it's dangerous. It feels dangerous. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, Jude's about to like literally run down the field <laughs> into the fence. that has got a ho- hole in the wire. Right. Like that scares me a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Like let's corral him a little bit. And you're right. Like he's fine. He's exploring him. Like I can't watch this. Right. <laughs> the other thing too, is it like make things, it makes your day go by slower because you're like watching them try to put their shoes on. You know, like just in these other ways, like maybe in the yeah. less dangerous ways, yeah. I tend to just be like, I'm a little bit more willing to just have them suffer through trying to put their shoes on and watching a 15 month old try to put his shoes on <laughs> is yeah. the funniest thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just going to let him sit there and like, we know he can't put his shoes on, but I'm going to let you try. Yeah. And I'm going to give you like, he always, every time I'm like, Judah, time to get the shoes on, he runs up to the I closet. Know gets his shoes out sits on the sits on the first step on the stairs he like props his little arms back props his arms back (laughs) and then tries to put his shoes on and we know it's only gonna take 30 seconds before he picks up both of his shoes in frustration and walks towards you or i right or just throws them or throws them (laughs) but like i'm going to give you that moment even though i know for a fact you don't know how to put your shoes on yeah and it's just that like repetition of we're gonna do things that we're not confident in or comfortable with but I'm going to like help you just keep getting exposure to this, knowing like instilling in you the ability to venture into these things yeah. that'll hopefully translate into like huge payoffs when they get older. Yeah, for sure. So I know that didn't answer necessarily like the whole Roman Empire because I think there's like a lot of these other layers too. Yeah. Alongside this sense of really probably one factor of it just like what is masculinity today yeah as an as a component to it and then the other just like broader sense of like purposelessness mm-hmm. that you know isn't even necessarily connected to you know I, i'm correlating it to like fatherhood now because of the stage of life that we're in but i think just like really just this broader sense of again like answering questions of like what is the meaning of life essentially mm-hmm. i would say mm-hmm. that is harder to answer today because maybe of just the ability to freely pursue whatever desire you have. Yeah. And so it's, it's like the sense of like looking inward to find purpose and meaning Mm -hmm. that is harder to like, it's, it's effectively self-destructive if you take it to its extreme end. Like if you absolutely like if, you know, if I just love to eat, and you take that to its absolute extreme, yeah. you're going to destroy yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just like a, you know, I enjoy food. I love to eat and I love dessert and like all of these things. And so that's just like maybe like an ex- easy to follow extreme example. But like if you always look to yourself yeah. um, and fall and, and like pursue these indulgences or these desires, yeah. they're destructive. Yeah. And so some of like what culture has freed up in our ability to pursue these things 
because it's like, oh, just, you know, look inside has is probably kind of being again, it's like another one of these question marks of like, is that actually a good way to pursue life? Mm -hmm. Or is there this sense of, you know, there is a designer for my life. Like there's a, there's a purpose and meaning like there's, it's almost like, you know, this machine was designed in a specific way Mm -hmm. and are we operating in the way that it was designed to operate? Right. Like, are we pushing a Lamborghini down the street or are we like actually utilizing the engine that was inside it Mm -hmm. for the way it was meant to be? And so I think, some of these questions or these fascinations with the Roman empire also built around the sense of like the big question of like, am I like the master of my own life mm-hmm. or is there a higher being that has ordained like the way that life should be ordered? And like, you know, we believe in that. Right. And so for us, it's just like sitting under that and recognizing that there's like a higher being and to us. It's God that helps us order our life in a way that, that aligns with how he's designed it that brings this like human flourishing in and how we live our life. And so that's like a daily surrender to that, that I think a lot of people are searching for. And so I think that's the other aspect of, again, I feel like there's just so many different like angles you can angles take, you can take yeah, it as yeah. to why, and it might even be as viral as we are talking about this question about the roman empire yeah as we think but it just really struck me when i listened to adam's take on what or why he thought a lot of people or a lot of men think about the roman empire generally so well hey guys thanks for listening to this episode of table talks with the tares we'd love to hear from you and if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about visit honors underscore dot com slash table talks to let us know And if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend. We really appreciate your support. All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table.